man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is Brother Dell of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. Thank you for tuning in. And what I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode is the idea of humility. What is humility or what does it mean to be humble? And a simple definition of humility or humbleness is to be of a low degree, to be of really no reputation. And I think humbleness in our society, in our contemporary society today, folks, is not really something that we want to um, esteem or champion because we're in a society where we are um, overdosing off of believing in yourself and having uh, an overabundance of confidence and reaching your dreams and all that kind of stuff and and you're probably listening to this and say okay well Dale what's wrong with that what's wrong with having confidence what's wrong with believing in yourself and all those things and essentially there is nothing wrong with it but I think we as a nation have overdosed off of it to the point where it is now uh, reached over into arrogance we're too braggadocious and not humble enough and because of the lack of humility in, in individuals lives and in our nation it has produced a lot of um, problems I mean just look at the natural disasters and all the uh, crazy phenomena that's been going on recently with the hurricanes and with the earthquake earthquakes in, in different places particularly in Mexico and with the hurricanes hitting the Caribbean islands, uh, hitting Turk and Caicos, uh, Puerto Rico is uh, currently devastated. The U.S. Virgin Islands is a mess. And from reports that I have read, they're talking perhaps months, maybe even perhaps years before they can get to a place of normalcy. I mean, I think because it's all fresh and new and raw, these uh, ca- these recent catastrophes with Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Maria that no one really knows when uh, the actual normacy of these locations will occur and I'm saying all of that to simply say that these uh, catastrophes these disasters are they're not an accident I believe that they are a, a judgment from God as a warning, a very loud and clear warning to the places that have been hit that, hey, listen, it's time to um, take a retrospective look from within. It's time to acknowledge sin and it it is time to repent and turn to God whom uh, these places or individuals, according to the United States, has turned uh, its back on. We are proud as a nation to be um, defiant, to be rebellious, and to be irreligious, and to be um, immoral. We, we celebrate debauchery, we celebrate uh, perversion, we celebrate wickedness as if it's a virtue. And that is a tremendous, tremendous problem and a handicap. And it lets uh, me know as an individual who's attempting to live a holy and righteous life 
not a perfect one because I'm incapable of doing that and but I have to strive for uh, holiness and righteousness uh, every single day uh, it grieves me to see us in the position that we're in and it grieves me even more when people don't acknowledge their mistakes or their sins and then <laughs> to make it even worse oftentimes those who are in the devil's grip and the devil is their father is that they place the blame on uh, God Almighty instead of looking in the mirror and says okay I'm the problem why this mess is happening and our nation is the problem why this mess is happening and our leadership is the problem why this mess is happening and why because we do not have humility in our lives we are not humble as a nation and a lot of people are not humble as individuals so with that being said I'm going to do what I always do I'm going to go to the scripture and we're going to look at read actual accounts of what happens when people disobey and turn their backs on God so the first person that we need to uh, take a look at is the prophet Daniel and to uh, find out what Daniel did in regards to uh, the nation Israel let's go over to Daniel chapter 9 and we're going to start with verse 3 we're going to read several verses we're going to read all the way into verse 20 so Daniel chapter 9 uh, chapter 3 I mean chapter 9 excuse me starting with verse 3 and this is this is how it goes it says and I set my face to the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes verse 4 and I prayed to the Lord my God and made my confession and said O Lord the great and dreadful God keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments listen to this we have sinned did you get that did you get that we have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from your precepts and from your judgments neither have we hearkened to the servants to your servants the prophets who spoke in your name to our kings our princes our fathers and to all the people of the land O Lord righteousness belongs to you but to us confusion of faces as it is this day to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to all Israel that are near and that are far off through all the countries where you have driven them because of their trespass that they have trespassed against you verse 8 O Lord to us belongs confusion of face to our kings to our princes to our fathers because we have sinned against you notice how and just in these first few verses how Daniel continually confesses the sin of himself and of the nation of Israel and now we uh, verse 9 it says to the Lord our God belongs mercies and forgivenesses though we have rebelled against him neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us by his servants the prophets and all Israel have transgressed your law even by departing that they might not obey your voice therefore the curse is poured upon us and the oath that is written in the law of Moses the servant of God because we have sinned against him verse 12 and he has confirmed his words which he spoke against us and against our judges that judges us by bringing upon us a great evil for under the whole heaven it has not been done as it has been done upon Jerusalem 
Verse 13, as it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil is come upon us, yet we have not made our prayer before the Lord, our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand your truth. Therefore has the God watched upon the evil and brought it upon us, for the Lord our God is righteous in all his works. Did you hear that? The Lord is righteous in all his works, all of them, which he doeth, for we have not obeyed his voice. And now, O Lord our God, you have, that has brought thy people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and has obtained the renown as it is this day we have sinned and we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to your righteousness, I beseech you, let your anger and your fury be turned away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain, because our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and thy people have become a reproach to all that are about us. Verse 17. Now, therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of your servant and his supplications and cause your face to shine upon your sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. O my God, incline your ear and hear upon your eyes and behold our desolations in the city which is called by your name for we do not present our supplications before you for our righteousness but for your great mercies. And verse 19, two verses to go. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do defer not for thy own sake. O my God, for thy city and your people are called by your name. And while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. I'll stop right there. So Daniel gives us a, an example and a model of what we should do as a nation, as the United States of America. He humbled himself. He sat in sackcloth and ashes. He petitioned to he, he petitioned the Lord. He supplicated to the Lord. He fasted. He prayed, and he continually acknowledged that we have sinned. We have sinned. We have done wickedly. We have committed iniquity. We have not obeyed the Lord's judgments, and that's why we have confusion of face. And the thing that has happened to Jerusalem has never happened to anyone else. The nation of Israel was God's chosen people. Yet, because of their disobedience, and they were warned centuries ago through the, um, the Lord's servant Moses that if they obeyed God, that they would dwell in the land and they would, um, they would prosper. But, he's, but he also warned them, says, if you disobey my commandments and you do not do all that I command you to do, you will be scattered among the nations. And at that time of the um, writing of Daniel, the children of Israel were scattered among the nations and at the time Daniel was a captive in the nation of uh, Babylon the area that is now occupied by Iraq so that is a perfect example of someone humbling themselves before the Lord and what I want to do also to um, to amplify the whole humbling uh, point is I want to read some other scriptures uh, to you and Here's one that needs to um, be read. The, hum the, the opposite, by the way, of uh, humbleness is pride. And 
Proverbs 16, 18 says this. It says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit a fall. And James 4, 6 says this as God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And Jesus in Matthew chapter 23, verse 12 says, whoever will exalt himself will be abased or humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. And remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, uh, verses 28 to 30, he says, come um, all ye that are uh, labor and heavy burden, I will give you rest. He says, uh, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus himself described himself as meek and lowly. That doesn't mean that he was weak, just means that he did not aggrandize himself. He did not make himself out to be a grandiose person, even though he was the most important uh, person that ever walked on the face of the earth because he was God incarnate. So Jesus knew who he was, but he didn't parade who he was. He didn't uh, blow a trumpet and have uh, this holy convocation and say, hey, I've arrived, you know, come and believe on me, even though he knew who he was. The problem with us as individuals, a lot of us, and also as a nation is that we don't know who we are and we're, um, we're not humble. And what, what gets my goat and I guess what bugs me is the fact that things are going wrong in the nation. Uh, we have a president that uh, most of the nation cannot stand and they despise him and want, they want him removed from office. And admittedly, he, he, he's not diplomatic. He's not one who uh, has um, a, um, a discretionary tongue by no stretch of the imagination. And he doesn't right now seem fit to lead. I would be the first one to admit that. So as believers, we need to be in prayer constantly for our, our leadership, for our president, whether you claim him or not, he is the president, and for his uh, government and for the entire government. That is a command that God has given us as believers to pray for our leaders, to pray for the kings and for those that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. See, here's the thing. Anybody that genuinely prays to God is a humble person because when you pray, you're, you're recognizing that you are not all sufficient. You're not self-reliant. You're relying upon someone that is uh, bigger than you, that is perfect, and that, that is God Almighty. You're reaching out to him for divine assistance. You're reaching out for him to supply your needs. You're reaching out for him to listen to you when you pray. And if you pray according to his will, then you can be absolutely certain that what you ask him for, you're going to receive without question. But the key is, number one, to ask. And also, it's important to ask according to the will of God. Now, how does someone know if they're praying according to the will of God? You have to read the word of God to see what God has commanded us to pray for. You can't pray for anything and expect to get an answer from God the way that you want it. I mean, God will answer your prayer, but he will answer it in the negative. So it is important for us to 
know the will of God and the mind of God so we can pray according to uh, the way God has commanded us to pray so that when we receive the answer to our petitions from God, we can thank him and be joyful. So, like I said, a humble person is a praying person, an arrogant person or a misled person or a misguided person or a deceived person is one that does not pray. You understand what I'm saying? Because see, a humble person knows that they, where their help comes from. And as a matter of fact, uh, when you read uh, Hebrews chapter four and the 16th verse, it says, um, let us come boldly to the throne of grace to find grace to help in a time of need. And I don't know about you, but we have need like we probably never had before in the United States and in our world. I mean, there is talk about us going to war with North Korea. I mean, the president himself says that uh, he's willing to destroy North Korea. Those are very strong words and those are very threatening words into a nation that is uh, communist. I mean, you can't expect them to take that very lightly. So we need to humble ourselves and pray. And I would imagine most of you are familiar with the passage of scripture that's in the book of, uh, I believe it's Second Chronicles chapter 7. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and I need to go there and most of you are familiar with it but let's go there nonetheless and it says of course if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray listen it says humble themselves and pray listen notice how those two go together humble and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways those are the conditions. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, obviously, this was during the time of King Solomon when he when he was dedicating the temple of the Lord. But I believe by extension, if we follow this model, God will do the same thing for America and for the world. But we have a part that we have to play, ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters we have to humble ourselves humble ourselves and pray seek the face of the lord and turn from our wicked ways that means we have to repent what we're doing so there's no point in praying to god if there's no repentance uh, in conjunction with that did you did you hear what i just said there's no point in praying if we have no desire to repent god is not going to listen to the prayer of an unrepentant person don't fool yourself don't play yourself like that so we have to meet the conditions that god has set out for us in order for him to hear us and to forgive our sins and anybody that has any type of common sense should want and desire more than anything that god forgives their sins and that god is on their side so ladies and gentlemen we need to humble ourselves and we need to do that today and for the rest of our days here on this earth. We need to be humble people. We need to do and be like Jesus was. And he was, a, he was meek and lowly at heart. And he made himself of no reputation, the Bible says. As a matter of fact, it says he humbled himself even to the death of the cross. So by all means, let's humble ourselves. Let, let's stop 
aggrandizing ourselves. Let's not let's stop making ourselves more important than we, than we really are. And, and let's humble ourselves. Let's get on our knees. Let's fall on our face. And let's pray to God to help us get through these difficult times that we're currently in. Thank you for listening. This is Brother Dale of Gospel Repentance Ministries. I'll check you soon on another episode.